0: Welcome to the Mad Lab MMA. <laughs> <laughs> Brought to you by the Mayo Media Network. Make sure you like, comment, subscribe, hit the bell notification. Guy has great content producers here, great guys that deliver content across every sports, and he's a great guy, period. So I'm here with the Mad Lab, Michael Iorato, and I'm Anthony Bichillo with Mio Near. our Sometimes Thorfuckin you're the hammer,
1: sometimes you're the nail, and this week, we were the fucking nail.
0: We were the nail. Yeah, we, we 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 take our wins and we take our losses on the chin. Last week was a rough week all around. The whole fucking card. Main event. Uh, I know we said it a million times, right? All it takes is one, and that fucking one happened. We were all over Blades, and rightfully so, I think. The, be- the better. It was mirror. the right.
1: I mean, it was the right pay. If it, if I were to take that fight all over again, I would pick it every time. I'm going for Blades. I'm always gonna go for the guy. That's gonna have the more upside, the you know, better. It's funny I had
0: this guy—I forgot who it was—somebody in Jersey okay. that whenever I had this conversation, I'm like, "Well, it was the right pick. And it wasn't the wrong fucking pick, bro, because you lost." Like, uh, that's uh, what yeah, they would right, always right. say. Yeah. Now, obviously,
1: it wasn't the right, right. pick. Exactly. They would say, I'm like, All right,
0: yeah. I know, asshole." Yeah. I'm like, "But you would have picked this guy no matter right. what." Yeah. Well. Yeah. well, no. Yeah. I
1: see. Like, if, if they were to fight tomorrow, I'd pick Blades again. You know, but the problem I did see with Blades, and now I think it's a clear problem going forward, is he really just doesn't get off the center line. You know, he really, really doesn't get off the center line. He I made the same mistake three times. The
0: intention was there, but I think that as soon as that the first round started and he caught a couple shots, he got so scared after he felt the power. That
1: one shot. Remember that one shot?
0: And it fucked him up for the rest of the fight. Yeah. He didn't know when to shoot. He was afraid yeah. to go in.
1: Yeah, he seemed very tentative. And if, if you could go back and you watch that fight, you'll see there was one point in the first round where where he got caught. And you could see he, he tasted his power a little bit, and he didn't like it. Not that anyone's going to like it, but you could see it made him very cautious on the shot. It, he, but he wasn't changing the angles. He's, like I said in the article, that he's got to find an angle to go in. He can't go in on the center line. Goes in on the center line, and, bro, it was like a fucking
0: piston. He threw five punches. <laughs>
1: the whole fight!
0: He hit it's him, crazy, and, and then afterwards he said, I said, that's all we were waiting for. It crazy. Was, was mean, that one uppercut? It's
1: crazy. You yeah. know what's
0: funny is that Everybody knows that we do do, now that I do this with you now with with Mad Lab. And so, a lot of my friends from home almost all of them I I feel like they all all jinx me. Like, Lewis is going to win the fight. Like, I bet you right now five bucks. I bet you 20. I bet you 10. All
1: my friends. And and then they think they're geniuses. And then they all were texting me. I told you. I "I told you. You you guys should have picked Lewis. Like, fuck you. (laughs) Let's talk about that fucking Korean barbecue you took me to. Never had it before. Never had it before. And I wanted to wait until this podcast. I mean, this this show to. To explain, oh, bro. You didn't like it? Yeah, I like the meat, but they brought, listen, first of all, you sit, you sit at this day. I wanted to wait for this, I swear to God. I so thought I, you liked it. I, did, I liked the meat was tremendous, dude, right? the meat, Outside skirt steak. Outside skirt steak. So they bring the steak over and they cook it and they fucking give you rice and they give you all, the rice they give you, it's not enough. Like, guys like us, we need more rice. But... When you sit down they like if you go to like a Italian restaurant or something they bring you nice hot some lena bread maybe some goat butter whatever the fuck it is they bring you We're talking about Korean I barbecue. know but it doesn't matter the like crackers or something He's never had Listen it. they bring you like 50 fucking plates You if you that enough, are like this big you got and it. they got like eye of youth
0: fucking like the most <laughs> 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 kimchi fucking uh jicama, all
1: kinds of shit It's the most bizarre thing I've ever seen in my life
0: I'm sure anybody watching has been to Korean barbecue, and you know I've been to Korean barbecue. No, you haven't, but not like this. They, it, well, we live in Orange County over here, Irvine, where is a huge Asian community. Awesome. There's no fucking China house and Chinese food over here like the like the regular like fucking
1: steamed chicken. There, and was, there was one thing they that, that was they zig- brought. It, it's lo- all real it shit. looked like a fucking. It looked like fucking. Uh, it looked like
0: vein chicken veins, right?
1: no no that one thing that looked like it was fucking, looked like it was like fucking uh in it I and mean, i was like what is that and you're like i don't know i wouldn't even fucking try it they had like a pancake a shrimp pancake yeah that was good you <laughs> so, so you know
0: with korean barbecue you you order like one of the beef things then they bring out like 15 sides the problem was because of covid we were outside so you don't have the griddle in the middle of the table
1: usually so and then you and bro and they give you like they gave us like almost like a round top that's like on the, not high it's like low Yeah, fucking shit everywhere. That's because it
0: wasn't like, you know, when you do it inside, they have the the, the grill and they come and they start cooking a little bit at a time and they give you the sides a little bit at a time.
1: It was good, but the only thing I didn't like was they gave you steel fucking chopsticks. They should have yeah. gave us wooden disposable chopsticks. I don't know
0: why they gave us the the, the steel. They gave chopsticks. us
1: fucking like silverware chopsticks. I, I
0: remember was, last my winter they actually did that too, and like it hurts
1: my teeth. Like it's it, not it, that; it's just it's with everything going on. You would think they would give you disposable chopsticks. <laughs> with everything
0: going on, why do you go to Russia to give you disposable fucking well, we're in, forks? We're in a
1: different. We're in COVID now. Well,
0: yeah, but do you, when you're at a restaurant, do they give you plastic forks? For I the haven't fucking really dinner? gone out to restaurants. Yeah, they don't. They give you silverware. That's their silverware. I think you're insulting the Koreans.
1: Don't yo. You should have seen this shit though. They were like little fucking petri dishes with like you get like one little fucking eye of you here. One <laughs> eye of you. It was fucking yucca. You don't even know what yucca is. It was good though.
0: Yeah, The yucca was good. The other Yuc- shit I fucking it looked like it looked like a lab test. Though. I don't like the kimchi, but the yucca's good.
1: That salad was good.
0: The salad was good, the seaweed salad with that red shit. Yeah, it was good. <laughs> Let's, let's talk about this week's main event. Last week's over. Thank fucking God that didn't work out. This week, though, uh, we got Gahn versus Rosenstruck. I think it's a great heavyweight main event. I watched some film. You told me to. I watched all of Gan's, uh victories so far in the UFC, 4-0. The guy looks like a legit
1: contender. Very light on his feet. Who does he look like? Who does he look like? What boxer does he look like? Oh. Does not he just, just like him? Come on. Anthony Joshua.
0: He does look like Anthony Joshua. Does he look like Anthony Joshua? He looks like Anthony look at Joshua. it. If you guys
1: don't follow boxing, look at Anthony Joshua. And tell me that he doesn't look like Anthony Joshua. He moves
0: really well for being that big of a guy. He was two time uh, national Muay Thai champ. And then I watched him film on Rosenstruck. He lost that fight to Overeem except for that last shot. Mm-hmm. But he lost to Nagano. Besides that, he easily won most of his other fights. Yeah. Right? And looked good doing it. A lot of power. What do you think?
1: You know, Rosenstreich, if you really look at him, um, like you said, he was clearly losing that fight to Overeem, and he, you know, he got lucky. But that's what you get when you're in a heavyweight division. That's what you guys got to understand. You get that. You got it with the Blades fight, the same exact thing. That can happen at any time. It depends where you open the window, where your chins line at the time, wrong place, wrong time. But if you look at Rosenstreich's fight, you got to go deeper than his MMA record. He's 11-1. and one. He's got the one loss. Okay, but if you go deeper than that, this is a guy that's got seventy-something kickboxing fights with sixty-four knockouts. Um, this is a very, very polished, um, you know, striker. Uh, and what I do like about him, there's there's things I like about him, but there's things I don't like about him in this matchup. The things I like about him is the way he hunts. When he hunts you down, this is not a guy who's overzealous. He's not going to really load up on his punches. Um, and what he does is he does it with a very patient manner. And when you, he waits for you, he lets you bring him to fight and he takes what you give him and he'll fire back. And usually when he fires back to measure you and stuff, it's always followed by a low kick. You'll fire something, he'll come off the center line, he'll hit you with a low kick and he'll reset. He never stays on the center line for too long. That's what I really do like about him. What he'll do is he'll, he'll get in his spots, he'll, he'll throw some feints and if it's not working, he'll cut off the center line, he'll reset. Very, very aware of where he is, where his surroundings, what you're throwing, both hands, your limbs. It's very, very worth. The thing I don't like about him in this fight is that he does that. You got a guy in Sierra who's a, a more athletic, he's on his feet more, he's on his bike, he ties his punches and kicks together very, very well, he's got good power, uh, but he's also got an intelligent game behind him if it goes to the ground. You know what I mean? So this is a guy who's not afraid to pin you up against the cage and take you down and works some- That's what they
0: talked about a lot uh a lot about his his submission game and his ground game that he hasn't had to show a lot of yet.
1: Yeah, he hasn't. I mean, he he really has. I mean, the, the, you know, the one choke that he did land, I think it was in his UFC debut, yeah, yeah. it wasn't the, uh, it was muscled.
0: Yeah, the uh what, what
1: do you call that choke? It was the uh, I think it was an arm triangle he got him with. Yeah, the arm yeah. triangle,
0: yeah. So it it was, that mus- was
1: against uh, Pessoa. Yeah. yeah. It, it was muscled, you know what I mean? But if he you, tapped out quick too, but if he can muscle, it. yeah, cause he's big. He's big you know what I mean? There, there was a, the technique wasn't there, but he knew he had the right idea. He did it against a high level grappler, um, you know, and he's not afraid to do it. So obviously he has some um, confidence in his ground game. There's just something about him that I like. I like him, too. There's some about him like I think he's I think he's got the potential to be very well-rounded. I think he's got a very high confidence. This is a guy who doesn't have the polished. I wouldn't say he's as polished as, as Rosenstreich when it comes to credentials and kickboxing. You know what it looks like, though, when you watch a guy like him fight?
0: Compared to all the other heavyweights and new guys, he looks like he has a very high ceiling.
1: Very, you know what I mean? I like, agree. wow, this
0: guy could be a, a fucking heavyweight champ one day. I agree. Maybe a couple years from now. I agree. He looks like he's—he really has a—he a, has a high ceiling. He does. Where Rosenstruck, I think, is good. I don't know how much. What I a, think, kind of a ceiling he has. I
1: think Strike is what Strike is. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. And like, that, I don't, yeah. you know, he's good.
0: I don't see him yeah. elevating higher, but God, I,
1: I could see. Right. He's not, you're, not, you're never going to get to some crazy grappling exchange from Strike. It's, he is what he is. He's about timing. If you're going to stand and trade with him, the chances are he's going to have a good showing with you. But the thing I don't like about him, and if you watched all his fights sometimes he, get, he, he gets overzealous and he loads up and he leaves that entire center line open. And that's something that Rosenstrike being a patient fighter, can capitalize on, capitalize on. If you see C O Gaines fight, sometimes when he has you rocked, he will literally charge in and he will literally load up and just start uncorking shots from a very wide angle. And if that's leaving you open and and Rosenstreich is patient and he waits for that and he's the type of fighter that takes what the what you're giving him, He's going to find that spot, and if he hits you with it, he's going to do what he did to Overing. I just think Sierra, again, is a little bit too smart for that. If you watch the way he fights, too, he's always moving. You can tell
0: he's got really good cage IQ. He's, he's got, got good heart. cage
1: IQ. He's th- he fires a lot of kicks to keep you at bay, to keep you honest. A lot of his kicks aren't really meant to – I mean, his, 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 you know his body kicks hurt. They sting. You know, if you watched his uh, fight against Mays, uh, when he hit him with that fucking body, it echoed the fucking arena. Yeah. But when he's throwing low, and he's sometimes he does it just to bring you off the, to a new angle. He will literally come in and he'll fire off some leg kicks to bring you to the angle he wants you, and he'll move you in the direction that he wants. That's intelligence right there. Um, he can get caught. We've seen it happen. Um, so any heavyweight, right? Any heavyweight can get caught, but I like Gagne, man. All right. Well, I figured you were going to pick that.
0: I like him, too, but I go well, whatever you said. So if you were to say Struck, I would have been got your back no matter what. Uh, what do you think of the betting line right here? Uh, gone is a minus 265.
1: Heavyweights? No.
0: Look what just happened with the Blades fight.
1: Yeah, I, I, I wouldn't go near it. And, and another thing is a good point to bring up is I know a lot of people might look at inside the distance. Um, which obviously, if you look at the credentials, he are, went
0: to the cards already once.
1: Right. And I think that these guys are not your normal lumbering heavyweights. These guys are calculated strikers that know you're not going to be able to deter them away from their game. This could be a little bit of a slow chess match in the beginning where that can be kind of a bait.
0: And you know what? You know, watching the fight on the decision when he won, I did watch that fight too. Uh,
1: Imagine this is five rounds.
0: Yeah, and this is by rounds, but he there wasn't a lot of volume there. There was a lot of chess playing, mm-hmm. so I knew that once I looked up the DraftKings that he probably scored low on that one, and he did. He only scored 56 on that three-round decision gone, right? So you got gone. So back to the betting, you're going to lay off it. Do you think the line's a little high, minus 265?
1: Yes. Yeah, it's very high.
0: I think that's a little disrespect for the Rosenstruck. So maybe you think it should be more like in the minus minus one sixty range.
1: Yeah, if it was in, the, if it was, if it was around that range, I would probably take on. I would, I would take a plug on it. But minus two sixty, I'm not, a, I'm not big on pulling the trigger on stuff like that.
0: It seems like we're at minus two hundred, you know, you know, especially seeing what's been happening in the last yeah. four or five cards, a lot of dogs coming yeah. through
1: welterweights and stuff like that. You know, I'm talking boxing now, but you know, when you're talking about the lighter weight guys, then yeah, you like fine. But if you're talking about heavyweights where too much power too much power it's too, too much, much power too
0: much all right so god's the pick uh, to win laying off the bet on this card on the heavyweight matchup uh draft kings gone nine thousand. rosenstruck 7200 like i was saying gone three out of three out of his four fights he covered value but that one decision victory he only scored 56
1: 56 in a three-round fight
0: in a three-round fight and then rosenstruck uh he covered value in five of his last six the one being a fucking two spot after you got waxed by naganu but besides that he scored very very well
1: how would you play this well it's you gotta you gotta go with the upside you always gotta go with the upside you can't sit there and calculate all these things in your mind and say well what if it goes to decision you still got to look at the facts that these are two powerful heavyweights that have knockout power and finishing ability with five rounds to play which means that they got those two rounds that is gonna work on very good
0: chance for a knockout
1: very good chance for a knockout so you want to play both sides of it I gotta be honest with you as far as if you're going by just one guy knocking one guy out I mean rosenstrike has got the better upside when it comes to value and price because of his price because of his price but um, I mean I think I think Gahn gets it done
0: what are you thinking uh you know if you were putting him in 10 lineups how many would you put Gahn in I would I would honestly say
1: just because Gahn I mean like you said he's got a super super high ceiling but we really don't know who he is yet um fully i would say six four would be safe okay so definitely don't fade rose and no all
0: right put him in your lineups but you're going to have a heavier lean on, um, on yeah six six to seven
1: four to three
0: all right cool well listen guys come check us out at the madlabmma.com um if you go over there you can subscribe to our email newsletter we send out content videos betting tips uh dfs tips And uh, if you want to come join us, we have an awesome community, private Discord, private live stream. It's all MMA all the time, articles, breakdowns, DFS, prize picks. And uh, we love what we do. And uh, if you want to give us a try, come check us out and hit the join now button. All right, we'll see you next week.